Welcome to Straight Out of Savannah, Talking with Tammy, a podcast that showcases people you may not know who are choosing to use their gifts to inspire and move the planet. Thank you so much for joining me. I am live on Facebook, I think, I hope. Let's see. Yes, there I am. Okay, let me share to the group. All right, thank you so much for joining me. I am super excited for this class. Um, I am live on Facebook and I'm also live on TikTok. So if you like TikTok, I'm live there as well. Only thing about there is you won't get the um, screen share that I'm going to do. So I'm super, super excited to be here today, y'all. Um, this masterclass has been coming. It's been something that was on my heart for a minute. It's called Discovering You. And so the reason why I called it that was because I wanted to share all the things of how I discovered myself, because that was something that I was lost, y'all. And I know that many of you are lost as well. And so that is what one of the things that my team, you know, was on me to create this particular um, masterclass series because I wanted to come and share with you guys um, how to discover you. I'm going to be talking about chakras. I'm going to be talking about sacred um, gifts, uh, spiritual gifts, sacred archetypes. We're going to cover DNA activation. So without further ado, I am going to get started. So I'm sharing my screen on uh, Facebook. Okay, what has happened? Okay, just a second. All right, there we go. Okay, so I'm sharing my screen and on this first screen is Discovering You and that is the title of this Masterclass series. We're going to be together for three days. It's gonna be so amazing, I cannot wait. Um, discovering you. And so that picture is me. I think I had just gotten out of the pool or the hot tub. Yeah, the pool. And I was feeling myself. And so my husband snapped that picture. So that is uh, me when I was in the process of discovering me. So let's see what we're covering today. We're covering who you are, where, what are your spiritual gifts, affirmations, chakras, healing, sacred archetypes? Now, of course, we will not cover all of this today. We will, we will spread this out over the three days because that's a lot. But I really wanted to um, cover this and share this so that you can um, be advised of everything that's happening. All right, so about me, I am a fourth generation healer a wife, a mother, and a grandmother. I am an intuitive energy alchemist, which simply means that I've cultivated a supreme connection with my spiritual team. I have a superpower to hold space. I'm, I'm a natural storyteller, and I've written and published three books in helping others to do the same. So that is a little bit about me. Um, I've been a healer for all my life that I've known, and I recently found out that I was a fourth generation healer because there were healers in my family up to fourth generation that I know of. Now I'm still doing the research, so there may even be more because typically that's kind of how that goes. You know, when you 
have that in a family. There are healers in families. There are people that are teachers in families, you know, all kinds of things like that. Who are you? How do we get there? And who are you? We are all energy from top to bottom. We're energy. That is who we are. Let's see. All right. So the first step in discovering who you are is to get quiet. Get quiet so that you can hear from spirit. The ways that you can get messages from spirit are unlimited. You can hear, feel, just know, and see. So that was one of the things that happened for me on this journey is I really began to get quiet. And for me, y'all, that's a thing because I love to talk. <laughs> And I used to really love to talk when I was younger. I love to talk. Matter of fact, that was how they punished me when I was younger was they would send me to my room and tell me to be quiet. And I would cry like I was whipped. <laughs> but that was one of the things. And so that was the first step that I began to just get quiet and really begin to um, listen. And not to my own voice, but to, you know, spirit. Listen to see if I could hear spirit. Because many times we are at places where we feel so blocked or we've been through so much trauma we had so many things that went on in our life that we feel blocked and for me I was a religious girl I was um, stuck in religion for a while a long time until I began to realize that I love God but I do not like religion <laughs> I just can't do it. I mean, I just can't, I can't, I can't do it. So I have to go with God. So as I began to go on my journey, I had to take some time and unlearn stuff that no longer served me. Beliefs that were so limiting and that kept me stuck. I had to take the glasses off and decide to decide who I desire to be. Does this resonate with any of you? Because many times we have these glasses on and we are not seeing ourselves for who we are we're seeing we sometimes we can't see beyond the limiting beliefs that we have that we have been holding on to for all these years all these decades all these these uh, millennials even you know because we hold on to stuff it's telling me to do something so i can get the con I don't know what it's anyway moving on all righty so we can We can all be inspired to live our best life. As I was navigating life after divorce, I began to feel an anxiousness that I couldn't shake. And that beautiful, the beautiful thing about that was I started to feel again. So again, um, when you are going through all kinds of trauma and drama and all kinds of shit in your life, you know, you stop feeling. You stop feeling and you live in this anxiousness, you live in a state of fight or flight. And that is not a cool place to live, especially not now that we're not, you know, at this place where we're being chased by tigers, or we're at this place where everything is a life or death decision. It's not that for us now in this particular time. So we have to begin to stop living from the fight, flight or fight and begin to live from where we desire. So if it's something that you want, if you want a house or you want a car or you want children or you want a husband or a wife or whatever, you want a, a better job or more money or you want your business to flourish, you know, you want all these things. And so you begin to um, get to this place where you start developing in consciousness. Now, I don't want to go too far. <laughs> So in the big scheme of things, after you discover who you are, um, then you want to decide who you want to be, what you want to become or who you want to become. One of the best ways to get here is to write a list of what you love, what things you would do for free and what you have done in your life in the past. And I'm not talking about past lives. I'm talking about in your particular life at this moment in the past. So like if you maybe you used to... Um, work in a flower garden, or maybe you used to work with animals and that's something that you loved and you would enjoy that more than whatever the hell it is that you do. So um, you want to begin to focus on what it is that you desire. What do you want 
in your life? What do you want out of your life? And it doesn't matter how old you are because I am 54, 50, I'll be 54 years old my birthday, but I'm 53 years old. And so I am still going for my goals and the things that I desire because life is not over yet. My life has not ended yet. And there are things that I desire to do. And I don't care how old I am, I'm going to do them. And so if that is, you know, a way that you feel, then you have to stand up to yourself and begin to ask for what it is that you desire. Write a list of the things that you love, the things that you would do for free. You know, it's not usually very many things on that list. So there may be a gift or a talent that comes naturally to you. Write it down and then put it under your pillow and set intentions when you go to sleep to receive answers when you wake up. You know, and ask empowering questions. Okay, so what I'm going to talk about now is the chakras. So we're going to get into the chakras because chakras are amazing. Um, they are wheels of light. Okay, we're going to get into it. So chakras mean wheel or circle, and they refer to the energy centers located along the spine throughout the body. It's our spiritual nervous system is what the chakras are. And so the chakras are related to all of our body. I mean, our body functions. Um, the chakras actually control a lot of that. So the seven chakras are designed to help you learn the lessons that you need to learn to live a fully empowered life. As the chakras open, your body opens, your consciousness opens, you become more connected to the infinite power of the divine. So if that is your goal, if you are desiring to become more connected to the divine, then this is the way. Due to stress, belief systems, this causes the chakras to get out of balance. So various health problems can occur if the chakras stay out of balance chronically, either too active or too underactive. When it spins clockwise, it is spinning in a direction that allows divine consciousness to flow through your body. When a chakra is spinning counterclockwise, your energy is blocked. So that means that you have all this energy within you, but it's spinning counterclockwise, so it's blocked. So if you're feeling, you know, blocked in different areas of your life, then many times it's because your chakras are out of alignment. The first chakra is about feeling safe in the world. And this is the root chakra. The Sanskrit name for this chakra is Muladhara. It is concerned with tribal connections and a sense of belonging. The first chakra is about feeling grounded and rooted. It's concerned with your sense of safety. The second chakra, this is the chakra about power and money. It's how you use your creative power to manifest. The, the Sanskrit name is Savadhisthana. The, the second chakra is about your creativity. Definitely, each of us creates our own unique and individual lives. The third chakra, the center is your power center and having a sense of worth located at the navel. It is not only your power center, but also the seat of your emotions. This chakra is about self-respect, self-esteem, and knowing you are valuable. The Sanskrit name is Manipura. And that's the third chakra, the power chakra. The fourth chakra is the heart chakra, and it is about unconditional love. It is located in the center of your chest. The heart is a powerful organ and the missing link to your true power. The Sanskrit name is Anahata. So if you think about the heart chakra, what are some things that um, you could be experiencing if your heart chakra is blocked? So I'm going to say some conditions you could be having. Um, your blood pressure can be high or it can be low. You can be having chest pains. Um, you can be having um, heart disease, congestive heart failure. These are just some of the conditions that you can have if your heart chakra is blocked. Yes, for sure. All right. So the next chakra is the fifth chakra. It is the solar plexus chakra, and it is Sanskrit name is Manipura chakra. 
and it's located in the upper body, in the upper abdomen. And the color associated with this chakra is um, yellow. And the meaning is self-esteem and confidence. It's linked to the element of fire. The fifth chakra on the list, the solar plexus chakra, is the body's energy generator. Because it's linked to confidence, this chakra relates to purpose and a personal identity, along with regulating digestion and metabolism. Issues with this chakra lead to a sense of powerlessness and stagnation, while activation leads to empowerment and autonomy. So now I can say that I had a fifth chakra issue um, recently, probably the end of last year toward the first of this year. Um, I started having problems with digestion with my stomach. Um, pain, 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 <laughs> pain, pain. And I was having nausea and vomiting, um, different things, and they could not identify a cause in modern medicine for it. So I had to run energy through it. And that's what I have done um, to heal it because it, they didn't have any diagnosis for me, you know, nothing. And so, um, I diagnosed it that it was a, a, a this chakra um, situation. And so I started dealing with that and really diving into the healing. And that really has what has gotten me at this place where I'm diving into the healing and also helping other people heal as well. So if you had any have problems with you know any type of digestion or, or metabolic issues, your metabolism is slow, even your thyroid issues and stuff like that, it could be this a solar plexus issue. The sixth chakra is the located in the body below the belly button. The color is orange. It's the sacral chakra, meaning pleasure, sexuality, and creativity. So when the sacral chakra, the sixth chakra in our list is in alignment, life flows and harmony is experienced. This chakra is linked to sensuality, sexuality, and creativity. It is said that this chakra is blocked by guilt and fear, especially the fear of death. This chakra is linked to unconscious emotions, particularly self-worth and desires, particularly self-desires. So now um, the seventh chakra is known as Moladhara, is at the base of the spine, tailbone, the color is red, the meaning is grounding stability. This chakra is most responsible for a feeling of groundedness and security. Moladhara translates directly to root, which nicely symbolizes the power of this chakra to root unto the earth. It offers a counterbalance to the transcendent highest chakra and creates a stronger sense of security, um, physical well-being within the body. All right, so I'm going to just share what the spiritual gifts are, but we're going to talk about those on tomorrow. So the four spiritual gifts, main players, for the main players, because there are many spiritual gifts, but not all of them are the primary ones. So these are like the primary colors. Clairvoyance, claircognizance, clairaudience, clairsentience. Um, and clair means clear in French. So everyone has spiritual gifts commonly known as psychic abilities. All right. And so that is what I'm going to say about that. As you um, discover your spiritual gifts, know that everyone has these gifts, just may not be aware and need to remember and strengthen the gifts that they have, because that is something that is a thing. So we were all created <laughs> with the gifts, and some of them are more prominent than others. As you discover, build, and strengthen your gifts, you'll take a wild ride in the subconscious. All right, so the other thing we're going to talk about tonight is affirmations. And I want to speak about affirmations because I need to share how you use them in your life. Because so many people are on affirmations and it's a wonderful thing. Affirmations are amazing and they actually do work. But the thing is, is you have to speak them in a way where you are being creative when you speak them. And you're not just saying shit in your life. You know, you're saying things that you desire and also in a way that you can receive them. So affirmations and how we use them in our lives. So affirmations are words that you speak over your life. The dictionary defines it as the action or process of 
affirming something or being affirmed. He nodded in affirmation. Don't you just love how they um, define a word by the word? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so if, if it is the action of affirming, what are you affirming? Abundance or the lack thereof? Are you affirming abundance or the lack thereof? Because that is the question that we're asking. You know, what are you affirming? How do we create affirmations that work? Because affirmations were one of the things that helped me so much when I was transitioning and changing my life. When I began to really go on this journey and really um, receive and, and sit down and actually um, connect to my spirit team, to God, to source, to the universe. I've always been connected to Archangel Michael and Jesus forever, as long as I've known. However, to connect to the whole team for everybody and all the things in order to be able to get the things that I desire and the things that I wanted in my life and to have a, um, a miraculous life instead of a life of stress and anxiety and depression and all of that shit. So I decided that it was time for me to make that transition and that change. And that's what I'm talking to you about today. So when I started creating affirmations, you know, I started creating them just like everybody else. You know, I'm wealthy, I'm whole, I'm happy, you know, all that kind of stuff. But when I began to really dive deep and create affirmations for my life, and then I also actually do a service like that. I do a reading where I give you affirmations based on your reading. So for your life, specific for you. So we first put ourselves in connection with our spiritual team. So the first thing, as you are getting ready to write your affirmations, I want you to sit. And if you pray or if you meditate, however you connect to your team, I want you to connect to them, connect to them. Thank you, God, you know, whatever, Father, Mother, God, whatever you want to say um, to connect to your team. We ask, what do we need to tell ourselves from the place of already having it? Now, see, this is the key. This is key that people don't share when they talk about doing affirmations. It's key. It's key. It's key. Share from a place of already having it. Because if you share from a place of lack, you're going to continue to get more lack. So you want to share from the place where you already have it. You're already there. You already have that car. You already have it. You don't want it. You don't desire it. You have it. So when you speak about it, you speak about, I love my new car. It's amazing. Oh my God, this color is just the perfect color that I asked for, that I wanted, that I desired. And it's so comfortable and it drives so nicely. It has just the most fantastic pickup. Okay, that's what I want. <laughs> it has the most fantastic pickup, you know, and it's clean and I love the seats. You see what I'm saying? That's from a place of already having the car. So I'm going to give you another example of one of mine. I say, I love my amazing house. The floors are beautiful and just what I desire. My spa pool feels magical. I love the way it feels on my body. So that's me coming from that place of already having this amazing spa pool and this amazing house with the beautiful floors and the things that I desired already in it because I am already sitting in that house. So that is where you have to create your affirmations from the place of already sitting in that space, whatever it is that you desire, whatever you desire, come from that place and not want. I'm going to share something with you. I want you to take want out of your vocabulary because you don't want nothing. You have everything. You might desire some things, but no more wanting. Desire. Desire is what we're doing. We're desiring, we're coming from a place of where we're already at the place. And now we are thinking, we're sitting in gratitude for it. We're sitting in gratitude for it. And so as you begin to create these affirmations, I'm telling you, when you begin to get into the feeling, because really the feeling is a secret of coming from the place of already having it. So you already feel this thing so strongly in your body. Wherever you feel things, however you feel things. You, For me, I hear and I see, especially. So I've seen this place. I've seen this house. Now, is it 
is it created already in the physical? No, but it's already created in here and in here. I have already created that home and I'm sitting in it. I've already been in my spa pool because I felt it and it felt magical. So this is the place where you want to get to. You want to get to this place where you are creating from a place of already having the thing so that you see yourself in it. You see yourself having it. You see yourself flying in it. You see yourself living in it. You see yourself doing the thing. You see your business showing up for you. You see your your seven-figure, six-figure job or whatever it is that you, you desire here for you. You're already sitting in your office. If you wanted an a, a office with windows and sitting by the ocean or whatever, you're sitting there and you're in your office. You see what I'm saying? And feel how that feels to you. Because once you tap into the feeling, I'm telling you, it will happen. You tap into the feeling and you begin to seriously speak the word on this matter. Things will begin to show up and happen for you. I'm going to share about my car. So my car is 10 years old and it was 10 years old in May. And I was so proud of it because it's 10 years old and it still drives. And we never had any really major problems out of it. Well, what happened is uh, my husband was driving the car and the car just died. Just died. He was getting on the highway and he was on the ramp and just died. So I, um, so he called me and he said, uh, you know, the car is dead. And so I went to pick him up so he could take me back home and go to work. And uh, we're sitting there and all of a sudden I'm like, well, maybe it's the alternator, you know, because we never had any problem with that, you know, all that. So, okay, yeah. So we're sitting there, you know, and then I never really even think about it. I just said, you know, whatever it is, it's going to be fixed. And so... <laughs> People came and picked the car up. They called us to say that, you know, they were going to work on it. It was going to be a few days because blah, blah, blah. They didn't have enough, whatever, whatever. Okay, whatever. So a few days passed and they called back and said the engine had seized and they'll call us back and let us know, you know, what, it, what it's going to be, what it can do, all this kind of stuff. So my husband called me and he said, you want the good news or the bad news? And I said, just give it all to me. He did. And I said, you know what? She's going to call back and she's going to say, we're going to fix this car and it's going to be at no cost to you. So do you know that when she called back, that is exactly what she said? She said, we're going to fix this car and it's going to be at no cost to you. Now, this was an affirmation that I spoke over my life that I said that this is how it's going to be. This is what it is because I love my car and I didn't plan to get rid of it. And so now... I have a new car that I have no payments on <laughs> uh, and I didn't have to pay for a new engine. So you see these things work. They work, y'all. I can just, whoo, I'm just telling you these things work. And as you begin to use, you know, these things and these tools, as you begin to use them, oh my God, what is going to happen for you? What's going to happen for you? Your life is going to be unrecognizable, unrecognizable. All right, so um, I'm going to talk about archetypes next because that was what I had on my agenda. I'm going to talk about it for a few minutes. We may not cover all of them, all the ones that I'm talking about because there are very so many. I have talked about a few here, but archetypes are omnipresent. They're everywhere within you, within others. They create the very foundation of human behavior. There's no doubt that archetypes play an important role in our lives and build our character. Did you know that you can actually work with archetypes to increase self-awareness and boost your spiritual well-being? I want to talk about the sacred feminine archetypes and their importance for divine feminine awakening. You see, the more we develop the qualities of these feminine archetypes and incorporate them into our lives, the more nourished and balanced we will feel. Therefore, it is important, so important to know and understand the fundamental feminine archetypes and how to embody their powerful energy. In general, archetypes are types of behavior that aid and influence our mental, emotional, and spiritual growth as human beings. From a metaphysical perspective, archetypes are types of energy that form the underlying framework of reality. 
Like many pieces of a puzzle, archetypes are separate and easily definable qualities that compose the whole. For our purpose here, we will discuss a few of them. However, this is a whole study if one would like to dive in. <laughs> Each archetype has a shadow side, and that's the side that we don't want anyone to see. But it's important to engage this side and integrate it into your being. Where am I? Okay. All right, let's take a deeper look at a few of these sacred archetypes and what they represent. This is the, okay, the first one is maiden. This is the first stage. When the maiden archetype is dominant in a woman's psyche, she exudes an effervescent, eternally youthful quality. The maiden represents the following qualities, innocence, youthfulness, playfulness, passion, excitement for life, positivity, optimism, empathy, creativity, and receptiveness. These are things um, that the maiden represents in life. The maiden has a shadow side. So the maiden's shadow side is vulnerable and open to others, taking advantage of her, diffident is irresponsible, can be drawn to risky situations, dangerous relationships, and even abusive men, lacks autonomy, may become compliant or obedient to satisfy her need to please others and be liked, can become emotionally dependent in a relationship. If the maiden is immature, she is receptive, sexually unawakened, vulnerable, and generally waiting for life to happen to her. Embody the maiden archetype. Give your energy creative expression. Think outside the box. Set big goals. Be playful. Focus on yourself. Explore your personal boundaries. The next type that we're talking about is the seductress archetype. The seductress is fully connected to her sacred sexuality. She represents a woman with sexual energy and her capacity for psychic and physical creation. Women with the dominant seductress archetype feel compelled to fulfill both procreative and creative instincts. On one hand, the seductress energy compels us to mate and pass our genes, but in a broader sense, this life force energy, often referred to as Shakti, compels us to channel our feelings of passion into creation, whether that creation is another human being, a deep connection, a work of art, an invention, a creative project, or, or even the manifestation of a new reality. <sighs> Qualities of the seductress are sensuality, sexuality, confidence, passion, independence, deep communication, um, sexually oriented, natural magnetism, women with dominant seductress archetype are intimately connected to creative energy, their own. The seductress, deep connection and intimacy with others while simultaneously desiring freedom. She is grounded in the present moment. She often becomes the center of attention which she loves. When we embody the seductress archetype, we open ourselves fully to receive pleasure, love, and accept our bodies as they are and feel confident expressing our sexuality. The seductress encourages us to create a blissful life filled with joy and pleasure. The shadow side of the seductress can be controlling, too prone to vanity attracts unnecessary drama into her life, uses her feminine power and manipulative tool to get what she wants from others, can be vain, may find herself stuck in an unhealthy comparison trap, may have lack of focus, experience lack of self-love and self-respect, has low self-esteem and may have distorted image of her physical self. So you see, um, seductress on the shadow side is some low vibrating energies. <laughs> so we're going to embody the seductress archetype. You use introspection tools to discover your true self. 
practice positive self-talk to boost your inner confidence. Learn the art of self-love. Work with a healer or therapist to heal past wounds and meditate. The mother archetype. The mother archetype is an expression of nurturing and caring side of a woman. A woman with the dominant mother archetype is a natural caretaker. This archetype represents a woman whose maternal instinct, the desire to represent a woman's maternal instinct, the desire to create life and provide physical, mental, and spiritual sustenance. Even when a woman with the mother archetype is childless or beyond childbearing years, she is responsible, protective, and finds great satisfaction in taking care of others. The mother's um, qualities are compassion, nurturing, persistence, grounded, Safety, desire to protect and nourish and take care of others. Selflessness, tendency to put others. Tendency to put others' needs before her own. The mother teaches us to follow our natural rhythms and discover a balance in our lives for embodying this archetype it isn't necessary to have children. You can take care of others or nurture your creations, art projects, for example. It is the mother archetype that helps us to get connected to our inner child and heal our younger selves. The mother archetype represents summer and full moon. The shadow side, the mother can neglect herself, be unable to show up as her best self, lose her identity as a woman, be stubborn, also become dependent and controlling, lack personal boundaries and struggle to let go. So this happens many times for many mothers, many people that have children um, or have raised children because you know you don't have to be a mother to raise children, but many people that have done this find themselves losing their identity. And I can um, resonate with that myself. I felt like you know I was uh, somebody's wife at 19 and then I was somebody's mother at 21 and 22. And, you know, and then after that, you know, I felt like I lost me. Where was me? What did I even want? What do I, what did I desire? You know, I still struggle with that at times because it is a journey. You know, it is a journey because we, um, you, uh, you absorb yourself into the lives of the people that you take care of many times as women. It's a woman thing for sure. I think men probably experience this, but not as deeply as a woman, you know, because we, you know, it's about our husband, it's about our kids, you know, and then after that, we got to figure out, you know, what is it about us and who are we? And so we actually can do this easily where we just lack the personal boundaries, you know, and we struggle to let go. And so that is something that I have dealt with as well. Embody the mother archetype, make a self-care practice your priority. Learn to put your own needs first. Spend more time in nature. Heal your inner child. Think about how you can become less codependent. Enchantress, this is usually a time where most women work through reclaiming themselves after decades of care for others. This is a powerful transition for every woman. During this, this phase, many women go through drastic life changes. For example, we often see divorces after 20 years of marriage when women enter this phase. <laughs> this is a time when bold steps taken by women as an instinctive nature calls them to return to their true selves and recall who they really are deep down inside. This is so key and this was so me because I was married for 20 years and I took the step, you know, it was just time. And I, you know, circumstances set up where I was allowed and able to get free from that particular relationship. And so I'm so grateful for that. And I'm so grateful that I stepped into this, this archetype that I embodied this archetype, the enchantress. So her qualities are wisdom, maturity, clarity, boldness, accomplishment, personal power, and the desire to give back. Enchantress archetype gives us a beautiful opportunity to rediscover who we want, who we are once again in a later stage of life. This is the time to explore 
explore our passions again and discover or discover new ones. Enchantress has maturity and wisdom to guide us on our new journey. So the shadow side of the Enchantress, she can lose her sense of self, feel empty and unfulfilled, lack purpose, miss out on the opportunity to rediscover herself. So these are some of the, the risks and some of the shadows of the Enchantress because you know, you, you just, you feel empty and unfulfilled and you feel like, you know, there's nothing going on for you and you feel like, you know, you're, you don't have a purpose or you don't know what it is. And it looks like every time you try to discover it and try to figure it out, it just eludes you. And you don't, you know, you don't know what, what you want to do with your next chapter, because that's really what this is all about is what do I want to do with the next chapter of my life? And I'm speaking to those ladies that are mature, that maybe your children are just growing up and leaving the nest and all that stuff. And you're dealing with empty net syndrome. You don't know what, where to go because, you know, your, your, your life was all wrapped up in your children and your child. And you, you know, you ran here, there and everywhere and all that. And you made arrangements and all kinds of things that we do as mothers. And then after that, we have to figure out, you know, where, what's our purpose after that? What is it that we pour ourselves into? You know, we can pour ourselves into ourselves for sure. But many times we don't do that at first until we begin to embody the enchantress. So embody the enchantress archetype starts with exploring new passions, interests, or hobbies. Integrate yourself into your community and find the ways you can contribute. Lean on friends and family for support during times of challenge. Now, I cannot stress this enough to make sure that you have a village and you have some people that you can lean on for support during these times because these times are very challenging and you need some support. Sometimes we out here doing the Lone Ranger thing, and I can um, attest to that. I have done the Lone Ranger thing because I didn't feel supported, you know, by friends, family, or anybody, really. And so I've done the Lone Ranger thing. I don't suggest it. I don't advise it. I say, you know, lean on some friends because you're going to need them. Because when you make these, this transition, everybody's not going to like it, you know, and so you're going to need some people that are in your corner. You know, there are going to be some people that be like, well, who she thinks she is? You know, what's she doing now? You know, she's too old to be doing that or whatever. They'll be saying all kinds of shit, but it don't have nothing to do with you. And so what I want to say is that as long as you continue to, you know, start with your passions and start with your interests and hobbies and integrate yourself and start doing things for you that make you happy, that make you feel good and begin to make sure that you have a village, you have people that you can lean on, people that can help you, you know, friends, healers, um, even people that are counselors, any kind of thing like that, because those people can help you when the times get challenging because they do and they are going to be. So the healer archetype, the healer archetype nurture, uh, presents nurturing energy. She deeply nurtures and nourishes herself and her to extent that care to others. The healer represents the following qualities, unconditional love, healthy relationships based on genuine connection, patience, compassion, Presence in the moment, support, nourishment, and care. The healer is an alchemist that transmutes emotional wounds into strengths. She teaches us to face our shadow self and heal our past wounds. The, the healer's shadow side. In her shadow side, the healer can feel responsible for solving everyone's pain and struggles. Start overgiving and neglecting herself. Feel depleted and drained. Have a gifted complex and believe no one can heal unless they have her special knowledge and skill set. Be focused on self-gratification as the driving force for offering help rather than focusing on the person's healing. Now, that is some of the things that can happen in the shadow side of the healer because, you know, you just start getting full of yourself and acting crazy. Embodying the healer archetype requires practicing active listening. Engage in your own shadow work. So deal with your own shadows. Learn to recognize your true intentions before you offer any help. 
Help people, but don't take their karma away from them. Learn to assist, not control. So the creatrix is another one. The creatrix represents creative energy. She teaches the un, us to unleash our authentic selves and creative energy and express our soul. The creatrix represents the following qualities, creativity, authenticity, honesty, integrity, and purposefulness. The creatrix recognizes that every creatrix expression she manifests in co-creation with the divine, the creatrix shadow side. In her shadow side, she can doubt herself and her creations feel not good enough, be paranoid, get trapped in a starving artist mentality, copy other people's ideas. Embodying the creatrix, engage in practices that focus on healing, self-doubt, and boost your self-esteem. Practice deep meditation to reconnect with your higher self. Learn the art of self-love. Let go of limiting beliefs. The priestess. I think that's the last one. Yeah. The priestess. The priestess archetype represents our unique soul path in this lifetime. She comes to tell us to tune in to our intuition and trust divine guidance as we walk our path. The priestess aligns with our highest values and spiritual purpose. She represents the following qualities, has a sensitive soul connected to the higher self and the divine, has a big passion for higher knowledge, follows the natural cycles, lives in harmony with nature. The priestess's shadow side, she may struggle to differentiate between her intuition and ego, be conflicted between a path that society wants for her and the soul truth she came here to walk, struggle to trust her intuition, finds it difficult to feel grounded and present. Embody the priestess archetype. Spend more time in nature, tune into moon cycle, identify your soul purpose, meditate, think about how you can use your gifts to serve others. So there are many archetypes available for you. You can do your own research, but you get the picture. Once you see yourself as one of these and do your shadow work and begin to embody the archetype. So I'm super, super grateful for this, this day and we're going to wrap it up. I'm gonna do a healing and bring some sacred soul alignments in. If you would like to have them and you are watching, um, I'm saying that as you're watching, that that is your permission for me to bring in these alignments. So first, we're going to practice through a little intuition practice. So let's practice our intuition. Look around the room. Look around the room and find something in your view that is small, such as your favorite crystal. Then close your eyes, test your recall of the specifics color, size, thickness. How does it look to you? Surprise, you're building your intuition. The best advice that I can give you is to trust yourself. So now I'm super, super grateful and excited to be here presenting this masterclass series to you guys. Tomorrow we'll be back in again at seven o'clock um, Pacific time for day two. We're going to talk about spiritual gifts, probably a few other things. We'll cover some more stuff. I am so excited because I wanted to bring it and I didn't want to, to overwhelm you, but I wanted to bring it so that you had enough information to um, be able to walk through your transition. So for today's um, masterclass, I'm going to do some alignments. So what I want you to do, if you are not driving or operating heavy machinery, I want you to close your eyes and take a deep breath in through the nose and hard out through the mouth. So like this. Okay. So I want you to take a deep breath like that. And then I want you to close your eyes. I want you to see, feel, or imagine a bright light coming down from the heavens 
all the way through your crown chakra, through your third eye, through your throat, through your heart, all the way down into your solar plexus, your sacral and your root chakra, all the way through your legs and your feet, all the way down into the heart of Mother Earth. And I want you to allow that to ground there and anchor it there. And then bring that all the way back up through your feet and your legs, all the way through all those chakras into your heart chakra and anchor it there. And I want you to feel that heart to heart connection between the heart of Mother Earth and your heart. And then I want you to take that light and bring it all the way up through all those upper chakras, all the way up, 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 up into the heart of Christ consciousness. And I want you to anchor it there. And I want you to feel that heart to heart connection between you and Christ consciousness and between you and Mother Earth. And so there is a three way heart to heart connection going right now. And then I want you to allow that light to come all the way down, down, down through all of those chakras into an opening in the earth, all the way through your legs and your feet and into that opening where you are in the center and you are anchored and grounded there. Take a deep breath for me. I'm bringing in the sacred soul alignment of the rose alignment. This alignment will immerse you in the beautiful high vibrational energies of the rose. This alignment will gently lift your spirits, bring you comfort, and help you relieve depression, anger, grief, fear, nervous tension, and stress. In divine love and light, create or change it. I'm bringing in the alignment of magic. This alignment clear any negative beliefs about black magic. Oh, we can stop here. Uh, black magic, as well as trauma associated with all forms of black magic, bringing in the energy of pure magic and any magical abilities and knowledge that lie dormant or forgotten. This will give you the ability to create white magic anytime you need to for the highest and best good of all. I'm going to bring in the alignment of miracles. This alignment will bring energy of miracles. It will allow you to see the miracles that surround you right now, as well as the belief and ability to create miracles on a daily basis. I'm going to bring in the alignment of religious oppression. This alignment will clear out shock and trauma from religious oppression from around the world through all lifetimes and timelines within our DNA and from the collective, including shock and trauma held in our cells and cellular memory. This alignment also clears oaths, vows, contracts, and agreements knowingly and un unknowingly made with religious groups and organizations. Now I'm going to bring in the root chakra alignment. This alignment clears fear and trauma held in the root chakra from your time in the womb to age five. This alignment also clears ancestral trauma and fear inherited into the root chakra. It brings in the knowledge and understanding of deep safety, as well as the energies of trust, feeling connected to family, feeling at home, feeling grounded, nourished, healthy, and prosperous. The sacral chakra alignment um, will clear guilt and traumas of abuse, including emotional, physical, mental, and sexual abuse, as well as any inherited trauma. This alignment brings in the energies of creativity, movement, and transformation. It allows you to experience change, flow, and safety, and to fully feel and experience your emotions, desires, and pleasures. The, so the sacral solar plexus alignment, this alignment will clear shame and trauma of being shamed, being given too much, or aging inappropriate responsibilities. Physical abuse, dom being dominated, and any related inherited emotions or trauma. This alignment brings in the energies of true self-worth, self-love, and self-esteem as and amplifies your ability to stand in your power, be free and safe, to be who you truly are, and enjoy full autonomy over your life. I'm bringing in the heart chakra alignment. It clears grief and traumas of being rejected, abandoned, shamed, criticized, abused in relation to lower chakras. This alignment also clears traumas caused by death, 
divorce, loss, being in cold and uncaring environments, conditional love, sexual or physical abuse, and betrayal. It brings in the energy of divine love, self-love, devotion, acceptance of self and others, and what it feels like to be loved unconditionally and to love others and yourself unconditionally. Throat chakra alignment clears lies and traumas caused by mixed messages, verbal abuse, excessive criticism, damaging secrets, or having to hold secrets and messages or instructions to not talk, not trust, and not feel. This alignment also clears fears of speaking up and speaking the truth, difficulty or instability to express feelings and the inability to listen. It will allow you to communicate easily, channel your creativity, listen with love and kindness, find your true voice and speak your truth. The third eye chakra alignment, clear illusion and traumas connected to the painful mismatch and disconnect that happens when what you are told does not match what you see or experience. This alignment also clears invalidation of your intuition and spirit or spiritual gifts or being told that your gifts are wrong or evil, delusions or, or obsessions. It brings in the energies of imagination, intuition, insight, personal identity, clarity, being open to wisdom and powerful, focus, manifestation to bring your dreams to life. And lastly, but not least, well, no, I've got two more. The crown chakra alignment, this alignment clears unhealthy attachments and traumas connected to withhold information, forced religious beliefs, misinformation, lies, spiritual abuse, and spiritual addiction. This alignment brings in the energy of transcendence and belief in something beyond yourself. It also brings in the energies of union, vision, knowledge, awareness, meaning, intelligence, openness to new ideas, and being guided by your inner wisdom as well as higher power. And then lastly, but not leastly, I'm bringing in the goddess Isis alignment. This alignment align you with the energies of energies of magic, power, healing, bringing in the experience of magic and miracles as you heal, connect, and maximize your spiritual gifts to tap into the limitless realm of possibility and shape your destiny. In divine love and light, creator, change it. Take a deep breath for me. And then take another deep breath. And we wanna anchor in the healing. Anchor into the heart and the high heart, the mind and the higher mind, every cell in the DNA, the subtle bodies, the chakras, the earth star chakra, the heart of Gaia, their soul grid, and the 12th dimensional grid system. Creator, change it, Akashic, change it, Akashic, record it. Take a deep breath. And open your eyes when you are ready. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm super grateful for this day. And as I've said, I have uh, hey, hey, Hopeton, thank you for joining me. I'm going to be back here tomorrow for day two of this masterclass that I'm doing on discovering you. We're talking about the chakras. Uh, matter of fact, I talked about the chakras today. I talked about uh, sacred archetypes. And tomorrow we will cover the spiritual gifts. And on day three, we will cover DNA activation, probably a few more other things. We covered affirmations as well today. So if you didn't get to catch all of it, you can go back and catch the replay as well. So um, we just finished the healing and we will do a healing on each night. And also I have scholarship opportunities available. I'm gonna post them as well. I'll post one um, on TikTok as well. Um, all it is, is I need you to share the graphic that I have for this particular um, masterclass series for an opportunity to win a um, scholarship to the program that, that I'm doing, Limitless. Um, I'm going to be watching to see who posts the graphic and how many times you post it and all that in order to um, give you an opportunity to win um, either a full scholarship or a partial scholarship. So that is something that I'm loving to do. I'll definitely also post that graphic 
I'll also send it out in the email as well. I meant to do that last night. I think I probably did. But what you can do is you can actually just either screenshot it if you get it in the email, or also same thing on the um, on the Facebook and the, and the TikTok. I'm going to post a TikTok with the graphic. So you can also screenshot it and you can also post it and tag me because how am I going to know if you're not tagging me? <laughs> or somehow I'll get my attention, send it to to the, um, the messages or the comments or something so that I can see that it was posted. So that's something that I'm doing. I am super excited. Also, um, we're also doing a drawing, same thing for a um, gift card as well. So if that's something that is on your, your uh, horizon and your agenda, do so. Make sure that you are sharing the graphics and all that kind of stuff. So again, thank you for hanging out with me. This has been so much fun. I have enjoyed it so much. I will be back again tomorrow with day two. I hope that you have learned so much and I would love it if you would share with me um, what your aha moment or your take home was in the comments. That would just delight me and because I will come back and check it out. And for, the, for my replay viewers, thank you so much for joining me as well as my live viewers. Y'all know I love all of you and I thank you. I appreciate you so much for joining me, but I am signing off live on Facebook and also signing off live on TikTok. So again, thank you for joining. Bye now. I know you've been blown away with the amazing valley here today. Now go out and inspire the planet. And be sure to send us a message when you're ready to come talk about it. I'm straight out of Savannah. Talking with Tammy.